Hey, I'm Sheena, former miserable corporate attorney turned full-time calligrapher and creative entrepreneur. I used to feel like I was living my life for other people, and now I am more true to myself than ever. And each week, I'm sharing a short but powerful lesson that I've learned on that journey. So if you're looking for a way to get more creativity and possibility into your life, you're so in the right place. Let's dive right in. Hey, welcome to The Sheena Show. This episode, I'm going to get kind of vulnerable with you all. Um, One question that I get a lot when I share my story is, how do you know when it's time to make a change? I was a lawyer, a corporate lawyer for six years, and I finally quit. And why was that the time? How do you know when it's the right decision? I want to share a story about how I was a total asshole to perfect strangers and what that anger told me about myself and how it gave me a clue that I had to change things in my life. So let me kind of set up the background here. This happened in 2012. So the year before I quit law, it was God, an incredibly busy time in my job. I was a corporate securities lawyer at a large law firm. I was working on this huge project. It was taking a company public and taking a company public involves just getting the company in shape, disclosing everything about the company to potential shareholders. I mean, it basically means creating like a 500 page document everything about the company, its employee, its employees, how it makes money, its finances, all the regulatory things it has to do. I mean, it's just like a huge, huge job. And I had been working on this for many, many months. I was probably leaving the office after midnight on most days and then coming back in at like eight or nine, definitely not getting enough sleep, very burned out, feeling very resentful about how much work I was putting in. That was the setting. That's where I was. And this story happens on uh, like a random Friday night. Somehow I was able to get out of the office early and meet a friend in downtown LA for some drinks at a bar. We were going to, you know, chat a little bit at the bar and then go check out this outdoor concert. Great, right? My friend ended up bringing a couple coworker, like friends of hers. And we are at the bar drinking beers, you know, sitting around a table, having some conversation. I remember feeling just short tempered, frustrated, you know, on a short leash. And we got into kind of a heated conversation. I forget even what it was about, but I ended up like, it kind of grew and grew. And we ended up, we were kind of arguing and debating with each other. And I finally just lost my temper and said, well, how would you know? to these two coworkers that my friends brought. And I said it in a really rude tone of voice and everyone just kind of stopped and was looked at each other. I was like, okay, what's wrong with this chick? And there was a really awkward silence and I excused myself to go use the bathroom. And I was still feeling kind of justified. I was feeling angry and frustrated and, When I came back from the bathroom, we left to go, you know, to this concert and my friend 
was really upset at me for treating her friend so badly. And she confronted me about it and said, you know, that was really condescending of you. You were really mean and you do this a lot. You're actually like quite condescending a lot of the times. And you know, that just, it sucks. And she was, she was really upset. And I really distinctly remember this moment because we were on an escalator (laughs) in downtown LA going down into like a courtyard to, to watch this outdoor concert. And I remember feeling defensive, but also, you know, sad, but attacked. And also, oh my God, she's right. That was not my best self back there in the bar. I shouldn't have yelled and been rude and presumed to know what people had gone through in their life, right? When I didn't know them. So I had to like really think about it and swallow my pride and be honest with myself and apologize to her. And I did. It took me a little while, but I said, look, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm, I have not been happy lately. And that's not to excuse it. It's just to kind of like, you know, give a bit of background and I will try, I will try harder. That sucked. I'm so sorry. And then I went and I apologized to her friends who I had yelled at unnecessarily and kind of told them the same thing. Like, look, I'm so, so sorry. That's like not how I usually am. I'm pretty stressed out with work and it just kind of came out and totally not your fault. I really apologize for that. And then we watched the concert (laughs) and spoiler alert, my friend, she's still a friend of mine, a really close friend, actually that experience of being really honest with each other and showing each other our feelings and emotions and me apologizing. It actually brought us closer together, a lot closer together. And we've shared a really amazing friendship since then. Her two friends never saw them again. <laughs> right? And I'm sure they've forgotten all about me, but that experience, this whole story, I will never forget it. It was a explicit example right in my face that I could not ignore that I was not at my best. I was not being my best self. And <laughs> for everyone who's like, if you've been following me for a while, if you've been listening to the Sheena show, I'm sure that version of Sheena sounds like a totally different version of me. <laughs> you know, I'm um, now such so much happier, more positive, more compassionate, a better listener. But that me back then, that was my anger coming out. And of course it wasn't anger at those two friends. It wasn't them. It was anger at my own life and at my own decisions and at what I had created for myself and anger that I wasn't changing it. So the good news, (laughs) as you all know, is that eventually I did change it, right? That was one of the moments I remember where I really had to think about what my life had become and who I had become and whether I wanted to keep going down that path, whether I wanted this to be what my life was going to (laughs) be for the rest of my life, or if I really wanted to make a change. And I think it really did lead to me starting to think about, okay, I got to make a change somehow, whether that's working less or finding another law job, or quitting entirely, it did kind of start me thinking about that even more seriously. It all led to good things. It was necessary. I'm so grateful for that moment, even though it was 
so hard to go through <laughs> at the time. And I felt so bad. And I beat myself up about it for a long time and, you know, told myself like, Oh my God, I'm so terrible with people. How could I do that? Like, why can't I be better now with time? I can see, Oh, I was just suffering, right? That anger, that resentment, that hurt. It was really just in there wanting to come out. And I'm so glad I was able to do something about it. But the reason that I wanted to tell you this story is because Sometimes it's moments like that. It's you being at your worst. That really is the clearest picture and the most irrefutable evidence that something needs to change. If that resonates with you and you can remember moments where you're not at your best, I hope you can take from this that it, it can get so much better. It can really be an amazing learning moment and turning point in your life. And you do have more control than it may feel like right now. I can say that with absolute confidence to my past self and not to ignore it or brush it aside or hope that it goes away, but to really honor yourself and think, what is that anger telling me? What is that bad behavior? What is my worst self? What is it telling me about where I am right now? And what can I do to honor myself a little bit more? It takes honesty (laughs) and it takes guts (laughs) and it takes asking uncomfortable questions. It takes making uncomfortable decisions and taking action, but it can lead you. I'm telling you to such an amazing place. That's what I had for you today. (laughs) It's just an honest sharing of my story and hope that it gives you maybe a little bit bit of an example or a little bit of courage to look at those moments in your life and ask, what can I learn from them? Who can I become? It's all part of that crooked creative path. I hope this has been helpful. (laughs) Thank you for listening while I shared and I will see you next week. Hey, if you're interested in learning calligraphy and you want to do it for free, I have a calligraphy workshop that I created just for you. I know how frustrating it is to buy the wrong tools, to not know how to use them for everything coming out of your pen to look like nonsense. That's why I created this training. It's about an hour long. It shows you exactly what tools to buy, how to prep those tools, how to get started right, and how to continue practicing so that you actually get good at calligraphy. And bonus, it will tell you a little bit more about how to continue working with me if you wanna learn calligraphy from me. So that's at freecalligraphyworkshop.com. All one word, freecalligraphyworkshop.com. Hope to see you inside. Oh, you're still here. That's awesome. That means that you like the show, right? Thank you for listening to the end. And I want to ask you a really quick favor. Could you take two seconds right now, literally right now, to just leave a rating on this podcast. And if you're feeling extra generous, write a one sentence review. It really helps more people like you to find this show. You are awesome. I'll see you next time.